back to Sex and Unicorns. We missed you guys so much. Yeah, we miss y'all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New you, new year. New era, new stuff is about to begin. I got new boots. I'm pretty happy about the oh, boots. It's, it's <laughs> for walking. It's just what they do. Yeah, hopefully we'll have some new things to do this year besides yes. quarantine. Yes, Corona can uh, disappear and not come back for I a while. hope so. <laughs> I hope so for everyone's sake. Health is safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need the world to start banging. Yes, I agree. Yeah. The world needs to start turning again. Everyone needs to, the new normal needs to happen. I just want all this pandemic stuff to end. That's yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> soon, for real. So, we just finished watching this really awesome movie. Yes. It's called Love. Ian showed it to me. And <laughs> As you guys remember, I am a giant cinephile. I love movies. And this movie here is by Gaspineau, a very interesting movie director. And I, it's a more arts, drama, romantic, very dark film. Uh, Tia, what are your thoughts on it? I loved it. I thought it was really psychedelic. And like all the lights, I love neon lights. It's a little trippy-ish. There is a lot of sex, a lot of unsimulated sex scenes, which I love, 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 love. There was cum shots, which I love, 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 love. Which Tia blew me away because one thing, I didn't even research the actor. And he's actually married to, you You told me what... Uh, Zoe Kravitz? Yes, which I was like, whoa, that makes sense. Wow, how that whole family is very open the way they are. How yeah. They, do this film, and I bet you 10 to 1, she loves him from doing this film. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, because he did the film before they were even together, so did I'm they? sure that's like one of the first things she's seen. How long have they been together? Well, I think they've, they've been married since 2019, I believe, but they've been together for like probably four years. Oh, smart. So, yeah, but they're super cute. But besides that, I mean, he was super cute with those French girls, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other cool part, it was filmed in 3D. Oh my gosh! Yes. 3D sex scenes, or I mean, I feel like there's a whole chunk of my life I've been missing out on. Like, what am I doing watching porn on my phone when I should be watching it in 3D? Which is actually pretty funny because I actually have a PlayStation VR and I haven't done the porn v- VR experience yet. I haven't. Because there's a process you have to go through, you have to download it to like a thumb drive. And you have to export it a certain way and plug it. It's just like freaking hassle. Yeah, one of my best friends and I, we used to dab out in like, then we would watch like uh, VR porn. And it was interesting, but I, you know, just stoned them. I'm like, ha <laughs> But like now, I mean, 3D, 3D with the psychedelic lights. Yeah. Like that really, that really blew my mind. Like I thought it was so cool. It was, so, it was hot. It was hot. There were these. <laughs> There were some oh, scenes yeah. where the tea just went, woo! <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yeah, I don't know, it was just so... Yes, queen, yes! Yes! It was, everything was hot about the movie, it was so good, like, I, I would, I would definitely watch it again. <laughs> yeah. 
It was so good. Um, so I read also about the movie that in a pre-release interview, uh-huh. um, Noe asserted that the film would give guys a hard-on and make girls cry. <laughs> I think he was right. And I mean, I don't. I definitely didn't cry, but I'm more. I'm less of an emotional person as most women, but like definitely did um get stimulated from watching that movie. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, but I feel like you know how movies have a message. Yes. This one, like, mostly was, like, 50% just straight, like, satisfaction, like, fucking, like, but, like, the message was probably parallel with the, like, just, like, sexual factor mm-hmm. of it, so I thought that was perfect. I like the examination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good recommendation. <laughs> I can't wait to see what we watch next. Oh, we have a weird, interesting list to go down. Yes. Yes, I'm excited for weird and interesting. So also, more on the interesting side and a little bit weird, today we're going to talk about our origins of becoming who we are in the lifestyle. Yes. From like, you know, just being non-monogamous and um, being more pansexual and being swingers and all that <laughs> stuff and just going from being you know a normal vanilla like person. I'm sorry when you said origin I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like a swinger spider biting me I'm turning into this like superpower <laughs> I'm so like I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting like an origin comic book backstory here that's yeah, going through my head I'm going, I mean, did he you, came out of the night did you not get bitten by the swinger spider <laughs> yes I actually did which is actually yeah. so funny oh god oh I'm so glad I didn't take the But yeah, so um, (laughs) uh, we're both gonna share like our first exposure to non monogamy. And for me, I think my first goes back to just being bisexual and like coming out, you know, having a Having a boyfriend in high school, but then also having like these drama club girlfriends that were just like, oh, we like each other, crushing. <laughs> but like, it's just innocent flirtation. Flirt- and like, we're just, I don't know. I think we always initially were like, well, we have boyfriends, but they're not going to be worried about the girls, you know, mm-hmm. kissing and stuff. And, that kind of, to me, was, like, early, like, 16 years old, like, being okay. being a little, like, non-monogamous right there, because, the, I mean, my boyfriend had no idea I was making out with my best friend, or, like, we were... Did he ever find out, or did he just... I don't think so. I mean, maybe if he found out, like, years later, like, when we were okay, adults, cool. okay. and, like, I didn't talk to him anymore, because... Okay. Wow. But, like, definitely not at the time. I don't think he really even thought that like I was like that because I was such I was, I was a saint such a, a good girl I was such a good girl back when I was um, a high schooler and a teenager <laughs> but yeah, once, yeah so you started when you were 16 okay yeah and then I'd say like more of the like getting serious on a pansexual kind of lifestyle is like mm. I remember being like 19 and 
I kind of fell in love with this girl who was, like, bi-curious, but, like, she was bisexual, but she had never, like, dated, dated a girl. I never dated a girl. Mm-hmm. And so we dated, and we had, like, a heavy, like, heart connection. And, like, we would okay. make out, and we would, but we never had sex. We just would, like, heavily make out. And, like, we'd go out on dates, and we danced to, like, Lady Gaga, and it was, like, really <laughs> cute. Really cute shit, and, like, our two, like, gay queen, like, best friends would dance and, and like, just make us feel like we were home Aww. and stuff. Yeah, it was really cute, but ultimately, like, she was, um, she was fighting with her sexuality, and I think I was fighting with mine still on a level that I hadn't come out to my parents, so I started dating a guy, mm-hmm. and so did she. And then it just became a situation where we, I don't know, I, I couldn't, it, it became hard on me to decide because I fell in love with the boy, my boyfriend that I was dating, but I'm mm-hmm. still in love with this girl. And, See, and love can make you do crazy things. Yeah. And, and, but and, the great thing is, but you can love more than one person. Yeah. And that's what we did. We still always had a chemistry. Eventually we did like actually have sex and... I was with my boyfriend, and I kind of tried to tell him, but, like, as soon as he, like, started to, like, I was like, well, we kind of have feelings for each other. He was like, like, you just saw the volcano about to explode. I was like, well, I think that that's it for that story. Let's go make sandwiches. And (laughs) we kind of just 86 the conversation, and, like, um, yeah, I just made a choice to not be in that relationship with the woman anymore because obviously we weren't at a place to um, definitely come out and we definitely weren't at a place in our sexuality to choose being with women and letting go of being with men or being in non-monogamous because back in what 2008 like non-monogamy was not on the table like that's not something that you heard about like in Louisiana, in you see now you went now you're 16 year old. You were in Louisiana when all this was happening, correct? Yeah. You see, mine was a little different. I mean, when I was like 16, I was <clears throat> my parents were divorced, so I moved around a lot, and my mother remarried an awesome gentleman, and we actually moved to Oklahoma City because I had to finish up my high school in Oklahoma, which is oh totally gosh. like culture shock for me. Like, oh, I'm a city boy coming to this. Ranch City play. Okay, this is weird. <laughs> but I adapted. Yeah. Uh, I would great people out there. I never ever judge a book by its cover. That's my mother raised me well on that one. That's good. Um, but my high school was the, like one of the highest pregnancy rate schools in Oklahoma, which I kid you not. It was sex during the days, church on Sundays, kegs in the cornfield on Friday. I kid you not. I still remember the days of like many of the guys I went to school with are fathers that ended when they graduated from high school. Yeah. Already dads, already living on their own, already got their job. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, cool. So, but my origin story, like when I got into the, I guess you because they getting comfortable with couples. Uh, they were um, I, I'm not gonna say their names, but I will say um, ACW. Mm-hmm. That's their names, A C N W. Now, A and C were a couple. Uh, w and I were just friends. 
And I remember vividly of all of them inviting me to W's house, and A and C were already there. And <laughs> it was, they had the little bar, a little living room. It was like, like a, almost like a 92,000 house still. I can still remember how it looked and how it's decorated. And I remember them like, let's just go chill in the bedroom. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> And like so, you still and like they all ask me questions about New Orleans, and they're like, so like, do you guys like live on the water? I'm like, I'm like, well, that's not New Orleans. I mean, if you like talk about freaking South Louisiana, I can't speak for much of them. But in New Orleans, no, we're we're actually uh, we have electricity, we have everything. Oh my gosh, we have electricity. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, I thought it was like true blood, like Lombard something. No, I kid you not. That's oh, when they probably thought they're goodness, back in their head. Oh, they asked me about that. They asked, of course. They asked me, no, no, the most famous question is, is it true that the people talk like the guy from The Water Boy? And I was like, which, what? what? And like, Bobby Boucher. No, no, not, not Bobby Boucher. You know? The assistant coach. They thought we talk like that. I mean, they're also probably taking that from LSU's. Not just that. I mean, if you go like to LaFouche Parish and down further south, I mean, I mean, down on the boot. Now, there were some swamp people. <laughs> yeah, there is some big swamp people, but... But, I mean, when A and C and W went to the bedroom, we all started making out. Like, I'm making out with W, and A and C are making out right next to me, and we switched girls. Yeah. And I was like, what just... And I started making out with, a, uh, with C, and A would start making out with W. I'm going, this is, this is, this is interesting. I mean, that's my first actual taste of a lifestyle of being with couples it started in high school which it was just normal kissing making out grouping yeah and i got very nervous which i actually had to stop yeah <laughs> so but i didn't stop and i had like i got very nervous and i, I left but uh you did yes oh <laughs> um, i don't blame you but that is my first actual experience, like in a lifestyle. It started in high school with people from high school. That was in high school. Yes. Oh, you are uh, freshman oh. year. Oh, all like this in my school. Um, was vi- like I said, it was very sexually cultured. Like it was sex was a normal thing, and everyone fucked everyone, and everyone was just cool with it. And this is in Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. Well, actually, wow. Uh, t- uh, uh, Nicole Park and all that. Oh, yeah. See, I went to an all-girls school, so, like, everybody <laughs> having sex with everybody would be, um, like, a I, I grew, up, I grew up down the street from an old Catholic school girl called Chappelle. Um, say no more. Somebody actually thought that I went to that school. <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain oh, I all didn't. the girls thought I was the cutest thing because I used to run a lemonade. My dad, we used to live on the corner. And people used to walk by my house to go to the Smoothie King when the original Smoothie King was there. Yeah. yeah and yeah, all yeah. the girls would pass by. And I'm a kid. I sold lemonade. And I was the cutest fucking thing they ever saw. I mean. I was like, yes, schoolgirls. I think that's where... Some of my back sweat fetish come from this right there. Them walking by, putting their cheeks on my face, going, you're the cutest thing I've ever seen. To be fair, I don't think much has changed from that time and now. Oh, now you make my cheeks turn I red. I wish oh. you had. 
Now I want, <laughs> I want to do like a lemonade situation like every time we have an event from this point forward. Like I have to have a lemonade stand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if we go to Electric Forest. I bet you I have so many people go crazy for that. Oh my gosh. Lemonade stand at Electric Forest. That's actually a great idea. I'm actually going yeah. to that one. Yeah, you could do different flavors. <coughs> Pink lemonade. Uh, Psychedelic red lemonade. punch. Psychedelic punch. <laughs> and be, what's in them? Like, don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> what's it made with? I'm like, with love. Ooh. <laughs> it's a lemon, Sprite, and a dragon fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but right. but that's some of my origin beginning. It's like like that so was yours, good. That yours was, was in yours was sixteen with your relationship. Mine was well, just that was school. my exposure. Uh, yeah, yeah, like my exposure to like couples. Like it was in the very early early beginning, which I'm like, oh, so yeah. couples are like this everywhere, which I found out later. No, it's not. Cause no, I, I am divorced, so I was married for almost ten years. I'm like, ah. And and you guys didn't have one threesome. Not one. Oh my oh I can go in details how many times I've tried to spice up the sexual stuff and she's like No. How do you not do that? I don't understand. I don't understand. Like it's this it's a very I'm not gonna bad math my ex wife. I'm just gonna say she's a very complicated soul and I wish her the best. We all yes, we wish you the best. (laughs) We do. Cheers to the new year. Cheers to the new year. Yes. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I know that I wanted to touch on our coming out stories because I, we were discussing and I actually was thinking that I never came out as pansexual oh, to really? any of my family. No. No, it's just like something that hasn't come up, and like I, I know that they know that I have this podcast about mm-hmm. being a unicorn, and like I've never <laughs> been like a closed book, but I think that it's, it's funny that I haven't actually opened that book. I guess mm-hmm. I live in a family that like really don't talk about like sex it a lot, really in our family. It's just kind of like just I can relate to that. It's like the like, hush hush, but I did. I remember. Um, <laughs> When I was 17, my mom found a picture of me kissing my best friend, and she wrote on it, like, are you gay? Question mark. And I remember it it freaked me out. It freaked me out so bad because I was like, like, am I gay? I don't know. I I mean, I told my friends that I was bisexual, but I was like... I don't know if I'm gay. I have a well, see, the thing is, back in the back in that time, I mean, when you say bisexual, they all not say gay. Right, right. There, there is no in between. There was, yeah. So there is, you're gay or you're not. I felt like definitely growing up here in um, Christian and Catholic schooling, like it was, was a bisexual. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Um, being bisexual was definitely something that, like, for a, a girl was kind of unheard of, or, mm-hmm. like, it just seemed like just a phase, so... Most of the parents always think it's a phase. Like, oh, they're just going to grow out of it. Or, wait, what's the most famous thing? Oh, 
Oh, just a college phase. Don't grow up. Yeah, just experimenting in college. Well, this was like before college. This was like my senior year in high school, and I had definitely kissed girls a bunch of the time. I had like a lot of girl crushes, Mm -hmm. and you know, I played sports. I played the typical lesbian sports like softball and basketball. I grew up playing basketball and grew up doing taekwondo, so it's kind of like. You know, you get surrounded Did you by do any rugby? Did you do any rugby? No, I didn't do, but I did do flag football in college, and I did oh. it in, um, like, fourth grade. I did play football with the boys. So, I was okay. one of two girls on the Hey, that's actually fucking awesome. So, I'm like, I'm actually, if I had my hat, I would definitely tip it to you, because <laughs> very awesome. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that it, um... I'm really, I'm, I'm actually very impressed. That's actually fucking awesome, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a tough cookie, but you know. Um, with that being said, I definitely had a phase where I, I did question if I was gay or not, and I was at seventeen, and I told my mom, I said, I don't know. And then um, after my grandmother passed in two thousand seventeen, and I was in the middle of my first um, poly triad, it was been a mo- nowhere in a monogamous triad. Now, was it now? Yeah, with a triad, that means it'd be a male, female, and then you. Yes. So yeah. I was in a monogamous triad with um, a woman and a man. They were married, and we were together for about a year. But during that process, my grandma passed away, and I knew I, you know, I wanted to just say something outright because, oh. like, everyone was admitting these closeted secrets, and I was like, well, since we're all mentioning these closet and secrets, I'm going to say on the day of my grandmother's funeral that I'm gay. And my mom's like, Toy, Tia, Tia, you're not gay. You're bisexual. And we already know this. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So from that point forward, I just kind of, um, I felt comfortable discussing being poly, I mean, being like bisexual and then pansexual with my parents, so. Gotcha. Yeah, that's my coming out story. <laughs> now. So. Let's see, tell me about some of your favorite parts when, like, being a unicorn. Like, I know we got, there's some awesome and there's some cons. And, like, being also, like, there's daddy dom issues and stuff like that. Not to say issues, hold on. Um, let's backtrack a little bit on that one. I mean, you also have your daddy dom experiences. Um, but yes. I mean, how did you, I mean, what is your favorite part? Like, when it comes to, like, favorite unicorns? Like, I mean, everyone has their pros and they have their cons. So, like, some of my favorite part is when I'm connecting with two people, which mm-hmm. is amazing, because they're sharing something with you that's very personal. Yeah. And yeah. it's an experience of a lifetime that, that you actually, they're opening up to you that someone actually has never done before. Yeah. And you're connecting on a certain level that's like pure ecstasy, but yet loving and tender at the same time. Yeah, I kind of always look at, like, relationships when you get involved with a couple. It's kind of like, um, it's like wine. Like, when you when you get involved with a more mature couple, like a couple that's been together, like, mm-hmm. eight, nine, ten, 
even more years than that, the more mature the couple is, a lot of times, the better the feeling is, you yeah. know, and it's because you just, you're coming into this secured safety net of like love and trust. And when these two people trust each other so much, mm -hmm. you can kind of feel their vibe Correct. and feel, you feel their connection. Safe. Yeah, yes. you feel safe and it feels warm and like, that's my favorite part about being a unicorn is being mm -hmm. around like and you see you really sometimes not just see but you experience it yourself but like true true love just like love and free spiritness and like mm -hmm. just um that sex magic yeah, a lot of times sex magic and you sex. went sex magic i'm like but that's <laughs> the word i was yeah that's 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 to me that's my favorite part is that sex magic in in chemistry that bleeds into friendships and mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it that's it that's i mean i could go on forever but yeah yeah that's my favorite favorite part <laughs> um as far as cons um yeah you're you're throwing yourself into that relationship and sometimes there is something other than trust and communication and love and all the great things like in all relationships you know sometimes you just have things that are um unfortunate happening or like issues that are unsolved and 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 being a unicorn sometimes you have to know when you are you have to take a step back you have to know when it's time to um maybe go on a hiatus or a sabbatical or like switch the relationship with a couple from like sexual to platonic and i've had to do that with a lot of couples that i'm still friends with and i still have that relationship with i've had to switch from platonic times to sexual times to platonic but also keeping it just where our friendship and our trust is most this important is, as well as the foundation of their relationship because that is more important than anything is the foundation of their relationship and from me like just being able to trust the open communication that we all have mm -hmm. so yeah yeah <laughs> do you have any cons um yes there are some cons um there's a lot of what people don't take consideration that when being a unicorn there is some i don't want to say i mean there's a lot of emotional state state but a lot of mental states as well like <clears throat> they're accepting you into their home they're accepting you into this moment of theirs their sexual moment yeah and sometimes things don't go according to plan yeah definitely and they fight in front of you about you yeah now that's some of the kinds that you, you're taking yourself into because situations like that will happen will there, it, there's like no, it's like oh, that's not gonna happen, man. Oh, it uh, no, it, no, it's not you, it's them. I'm not saying it's gonna happen all the time, but there will be a moment down the road. Yeah. It will pop up. It's inevitable, but it's something that you gotta mentally prepare yourself for. It's not even just inevitable, but like it really is a part of the. Coming with a unicorn lifestyle. It is a part of it. Like it is part. So you just gotta remember that that might happen. You might need to excuse yourself from the situation. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna step outside, smoke a cigarette, yeah. let them take care of it. 
or they might say, they might even come up to you and say, hey, uh, would you mind reschedule? No problem. Yeah. Remember, you're there, you're there for their pleasure and your pleasure as well. Now, if stuff goes wrong, never be negative towards them. It's, it's an emotional mental state that they're actually sharing with you as well. It's very, right. very fragile, right. very del- delicate. Right. Because it's a lot of trust, and that trust can be taken away very quickly. That's true. That's true. And you have to look at it to where it is. It would be selfish for them to want you to stay mm-hmm. for the sexual pleasure. or the, I mean, and you wouldn't even have as much pleasure without that chemistry. Because when there is, like, when toxins in the, yep. in the air and the energy is off, you feel it. It's there. It's real. I can't, like, there's so many times where there's been issues in a threesome and you just feel it and you can't really i mean you can fuck through it but it's, it's gonna it's not gonna that's, be that's a, a longer route but fun but longer <laughs> oh yeah 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 i mean but you're not gonna fuck the problems away there's still gonna be like that song you. fuck the pain away fuck, fuck pain, pain away. oh my gosh pain <laughs> yeah. um, that's one of my favorites now also, I mean, there's also like different things that, I mean, down the line, I mean, outside unicorns. Yeah, I want to know about your, um, about your lifestyle as a daddy dom. Oh. What are your favorite parts? <laughs> you want my honest opinion? I mean, I don't want your bullshit opinion. See, that's actually a very legit, rhetorical dumb question to ask, because I am one of those people who are dumb at times, so I will admit. Now, I, one thing I do love about being a daddy dom is the mental state aftercare is one of my favorite things. Taking care of that person after sex because your body is out of control. It's going through different emotions. And <laughs> that was so cute. If you guys just saw what just happened, but you guys <laughs> on the video, which I'm not going to say. So when you watch the video, you will see what I am referring to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. But back to the story. Um, it's just the aftercare, the mental state. It's, I love cleaning up after yeah. her, making her feel special. Yeah. It's all about her, tucking her in after, giving her stuffy, and then yeah. putting on some cartoons. Yeah. Like, the new one we just added to our list is, uh, Big Mouth, which is about to start mm-hmm. for this, because she is a Bob's Burgers fanatic, and we are now officially caught up on Bob's Burgers. Um, I'm trying to tip her into Rick and Morty, just oh, a little bit. Oh my god, I love Rick and Morty so much. I can't wait, oh. Rick and Morty. Now, if you like Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. there's a thing on YouTube you have to check out. It's and it's not on HBO Go or anywhere else, but YouTube has the whole series. It's called Puppy Cat. I repeat, Puppy Cat. Puppy, Puppy Cat. Yes, the animator of Rick and Morty and Adventure Time. Okay. She did this. Yeah. And created, wrote as a very cute show, and it just starts off running. Like there's no origin story yet. She just starts off running the show. And it's so, and you fills in the blanks along the way. Yeah, it's very good. Aaron got hooked so hard. Yeah, and I we're like we're just waiting for the next season to drop because it's it leaves you hanging at the very end. Oh my gosh! But I would recommend for you to take a look into that, and also if anybody's looking for a great animation show on YouTube, I do recommend Puppy Cat. Like it is so, I am gonna say this with the best way I can. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. So tell me about um, your partner. How long have y'all? Oh, we're actually across a year. 
Um, she's also a Leo. Her birthday is two days before mine. Oh. Yes, one lion, one lioness. Mm-hmm. And she is a red, curly redhead, which is like my favorite Merida from Brave. So she has no, no accent, but she's gorgeous. Oh, well, <laughs> this redhead situation is not a shock to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. You've been me for so long. It's, it, it, actually, it's very long. <laughs> someone or a couple and still continue playing because I think that I'm going to take this time to basically focus on a lot of personal goals and in the past I mean I've had a lot of history of dating people that I kind of wanted to fix or like I wanted to yeah try to mold them into my dream partner and accept who accepted who I was in lifestyle and I mean, I think that this time I am just trying to focus on, you know, learning more about myself sexually and what I want and never settle. And, you know, if I do, I'm, I will always play with couples until the time comes when I have um, a primary partner. And then once I have a primary partner, we'll see what's going on from there. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm an active unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, it's me, since I am in a DDOT relationship, also in an actual relationship with, on a personal level, mm-hmm. we're still open. Right. <clears throat> now, I can still do my unicorn ways, which, COVID. So COVID, yeah. It's just that, I mean, now, I had nothing against them. I love the people with all my heart, but, I mean, we... 
did have a swingle convention that happened down here during coestasis. So, yeah. So that that's one thing. It just. I am happy that everyone made a speedy recovery. Very. From that, and we are grateful to hear that. Um, the continuation. For the most part, most people left mm-hmm. out without COVID. So that's, that's very the good. important part of the situation. Um, and very happy that they were taking precaution as right. as following protocols, right. having temperatures taken. Right. Everyone knew the situation. Everyone's there for the same reason. But I'm glad they actually followed the rules and did what they could. I Absolutely. Am, I am very happy for them on that. Absolutely. And we are definitely still excited oh. to see what's going on in the future. Hopefully. We, that's the pipeline. We got a Mexico trip. There's the cruise ship. That's all late down 2021. But we'll see after how COVID's going down the line. Yeah, I hope, I hope that things are working well because I'd love to see. All um, oh, those beautiful people. I'd love to see Naughty come back with oh, yes. for 2021 in August and <laughs> kick ass and take names like they always do. Oh, the biggest event, one of the biggest events in New Orleans is <laughs> legit <laughs> not joking. We're actually mentioned so many times. Yeah. Uh, we uh, love the people who put it on and we just can't wait to see what's coming down the pipeline. I am actually freaking stoked. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm very, very, very excited, but also, you know, anxious to see what's going to happen. So oh, very. Everyone is hoping the best for 2021, and oh, we yes. hope to get back to being able to have, like, an active podcast where we're actively having um, gangbangs and tibians and stuff. Playrooms and Play adventures, rooms and and road trips and to uh, swinger conventions and award oh, ceremonies. Gosh, and a vibrator test. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Me now, we'll be we'll filming some of this podcast and we'll be on the road. This is gonna be fun, yes, yes, yes. That's one good thing is we're both still traveling yes. throughout all of this and safely, and safely, very, very safely, and lucky to have been fortunate to mm-hmm. you know, we get tested every bi weekly. Just making sure it's all good. So we're actually following protocols, wearing masks every time we're indoors. That's and right. always wash your hands for two minutes. Always. Always. Can't, like, wet wipes, hand sanitizer. Correct. Soap and water, people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's get back to this. Yes, yeah, so let's, let's get less corona yeah. and more sex and we, unicorns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're doing good. I'm really happy right now. <laughs> and so, um, I wanted to catch what is your wildest memory that you have in the non-monogamous lifestyle so far? Okay. So, let's see. Wildest. Wildest. Okay. Now, again, I'm not going to reveal their names, but I'll give you a, we'll call the girl A. And I met A through Bumble. Okay. <clears throat> and it was our first date. Never, like, actually met her anywhere else. She told me, uh, I was at work. Um, I was going to work that morning. We connected. Texting her throughout the day at work. Um, I remember Sunday, I was getting off early. And she's like, yeah, I'm having, like, two guys come over get, like, fuck me two ways from Sunday. I'm like, oh. And me, <laughs> she flat out just told me that. And my reply, well, me being just a smart ass. Well, if you need, like, a third hand, let me know. <laughs> and that, that's exactly how I laughed. I went, ha, 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 when I sent that. Her response was, oh, let me ask him. I'm like, hmm? All of a sudden, she replied back. I think it was like 
five or six minutes later saying they're down. Like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, here's my address. Well, when can you come? I was like, uh, I'm actually about to get off here in like 15 minutes. I, I would like to go shout her up. If that, that, that's <laughs> cool. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. So, um, got off, went home, took a shower, met, went straight to her house. Legit, um, she lived right by the campus. Of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> so, um, A invites me in, and we start talking, and she's like, oh, can you help me move the futon into my bedroom? Yeah, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. So, I help her move the futon into the bedroom, and we're sitting there still talking. Doorbell rings, and um, she says, "Oh, they're here!" I'm like, "Oh, cool!" Enters uh, R and uh, D, and I'm like, "Oh, so we got three, three guys and one you." Okay, so I repeat, three guys, including me, and one Amy. Let me edit back a little bit. Like I said, it was three guys and one girl. So yeah. A invited all of us. Now this is the first date, and we all take our turns with her. And that was the most closest. That's where everything starts. Boundaries were being crossed. Things were being experimented, and I was a very happy camper. That's all. I can say. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you're gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say for now. Well, fine. <laughs> Leave us hanging. Ah, wait till the sequel. <laughs> so, my wildest night, um, besides the one that we had together, which we'll say next. Oh, yes. But um, my wildest <laughs> night was um, one Scorpio birthday party I went Ooh, to at? at this nice little area. Nice little... Um, community area? Community yeah, White pool in, in area. bar, so beautiful. Up, members only God, type awesome. venue that we used to go to to wind down and relax. Mm-hmm. I went to a party there, and it was about um Oop, ten couples. Now at this place, which I know very of, but let's get more detail with these people who are listening. At now, this place has a pool, a heated pool, a heated pool, which has a legend behind it, and then you also have a hot tub connected right next to it. Now, this is surrounded by giant walls where they accept you for you, meaning that you come as you are, and they accept <laughs> it means that you can wear whatever you want. Yeah, and people wear nothing, Most and of the we time. accept you because it's a it's a new to swinger poly. Sex positive community community that accepts you for you. Gosh, it's so chill. And <laughs> I will say one of my favorite places in there is not the it's not the playroom that's located above the bar. It's not the bar itself. It is the shower. The shower that's in the bathroom. When I tell you that this is a rock with a waterfall, oh my it's like oh. nature-ish with a boulder you can sit. Oh my! I, this is my dream shower, and they have it and by i will promise you that i had made so much love in that shower i'm saying i've sat on some (laughs) (laughs) i've sat on some laps in that shower (laughs) i've sat on some laps and um definitely told santa what i wanted for christmas that's all i'm gonna say he marked his list more than three times yes thank you santa (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we were there. Now, so yes, so that was your your first meeting was the party. Yeah, I went uh-huh. to the party and I got in the hot tub. One of my um, acquaintances at the time that turned into one of my current play partners, um, mm-hmm. he invited me in the hot tub to meet some other people at the party. And there were three couples. Now, how long have you been knowing the guy who invited you into the hot tub? I just met him two weeks ago. Now, granted, you know, of course, we've been around all these people for months because we had already gone to Naughty. And uh-huh. we, but, like, I just met him. And yeah. we happened to even have the same birthday. So that's why we bonded. And so he invited me over to the hot tub and I'm just sitting there chilling and every I've seen like so much activity going on before but I'm going in there I'm just like chilling like taking it all in I'm still so swinger shy like I'm like oh my this god this is the beginning stage this is the beginning like the beginning this is stage of Tia. like I've already been in a monogamous triad and I've had like you know some things happen but this is like this is really serious I'm like on my own at this party so I'm like, I get in the hot tub, and the guy, Jay, he starts, like, rubbing my back and everything. And then mm-hmm. there's T that comes and starts kissing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that, of course, and everything is consensual. Everything's like, oh, can I, can I rub your shoulders? See, that's one thing I, I do love about our community. You. We're very consensual. Yeah, and I was like... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, what, 28, you're 28 or 29. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, this now, just is to so... clarify, K is a male. Okay. And T is no, 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 no. K hasn't been introduced yet. I'm sorry. We're on okay. J. J, that's what I meant. And T. Yes. And um, so then there's J, another J. Yeah, J2. And they're like, um,. Basically, they're like one of them's kissing me. I think T is kissing me, and uh-huh. J too is just like kind of like rubbing his dick on my back, and I'm mm. like, oh my gosh, like all this uh, attention, J2, like J two and his dick. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, which oh. I've seen J 2s dick, and it is a pretty dick. Wait, which one? Mm-hmm. For real? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, who hasn't? It's it's it's. The community. Everyone's seen everyone. Oh my gosh. Everyone's seen me. I'm okay. I know. You know what? One of my friends made a comment about both seeing your dick the other day. I was like, oh my gosh. This is how. This is. We. Are. Wait, she saw my dick the other day? How did she see No, me? she didn't see your dick the other day. But oh, we okay. were talking well, about the times when we were at the pool. Oh, God. I'm just thinking so many friends, like, we've invited, <laughs> like, in for a second. And we're, like, you know, just hanging out drinking, but mm-hmm. we drink naked. Like, that's mm-hmm. how immersed in the lifestyle we are. Very immersed we are. Yeah, we really are just <laughs> do everything. By the naked. fireplace, naked. Everyone's just talking about their life and their day, their weekend, their experiences, what's going down. And. We, that's about it. And then everyone plays with and just chill. It's a very relaxing, yeah, welcoming people. Oh my gosh. Okay, so but, okay, getting back to the yes. story. So we are, I have J1, mm-hmm. you know, rubbing, you know, all over me. J2 has this dick, you know, massaging my my, <laughs> my vulva. And, and finally, he's like, is it okay if I put it in? I'm like, yes, put it in. 
Canada candy store. I'm like, yes. And like, then T is like, puts his dick. He's like, no. Um, he's like, do you want to? Do you want to taste that? He, I don't know. I think he just pulled his dick out. Like, and it was hard. I was like, oh, my God. And so I started, like, giving him head. And then the J1 is, like, sitting there just like, oh, you do you want two dicks in one? I'm like, no, no, no. Ooh. But, like, that, that's if I level. could do it, I would do it. But I've tried it, and I know that this just I actually of- had that experience myself. And I know for a fact it hurts. If you haven't tried before, it does hurt the first time. Yeah, and it was just, you know, and, and this was, like, on display. Like, I told you earlier, like, there's, like, my friends that are kind of vanilla that are right yeah. in front of me. And I'm, like, making eye contact with them as I'm having this, like, three guys on a girl <laughs> scenario. And so, yeah, that was pretty wild. And then to end it, like, after I, like, just was like, oh, my God, it's 100 degrees. I need to take a break. Then... J1's partner K comes in the picture and she's a gorgeous, mm. gorgeous. I will agree to a thousand and, what she is saying. And, um, yeah, like it was this the first time that, like, I'd met her before, but she just comes off. She's such a, like, dominant female energy. Like, I love her energy, but I <laughs> was, like, intimidated. And she came up and she just kind of was, like, made me feel safe. And for, like, after all that, I was like, oh, my God, I just got banged by three guys. And this woman is making me feel so safe and calm. And then later that night, she showed me what a Hitachi wand could do. That's right. (laughs) And I had a lot of time learning how to squirt. Ah. It was good. Ah. It was a good time. So that was probably my... While this time, and then the second while, this would be the one that we had. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I will admit, uh, A squirted as well during our date. Like, it was the most intense she had, which I can see why. Yeah. And I can see why for you as well. Yeah, yeah, three guys. <laughs> this mm. is a lot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, but yeah, um, the one that we had, do you want to say the story? About uh, Naughty? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, this is, I mean we're going to be open anyways. All right. So, All right, guys. So now, we have one that is actually together. So, we are, we gave you both the experience. Now, we're about to tell one of both of ours, which, yes, we actually shared an actually awesome experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was the, um, this was Naughty. Naughty so, New Orleans. Naughty New, or- Naughty New Orleans 2018. Mm-hmm. We, um, it was Saturday night, so this is the last night of the convention, and we all decided, because we had people that weren't in the convention that wanted to just play, Mm -hmm. and so we decided for the second night in a row, let's go to Colette. Now, Colette is a private uh, uh, swing community uh, BYOB venue. It's not a club, it's a venue. Yes, yes. And that was the official after party for Mm -hmm. Naughty and Orleans, which it typically is. So we went there, and we were able to have a, a group so big that Correct. we had the, our, our room ourselves, yep. which was phenomenal, and it had this huge bed. I mean, how Which is called the orgy room. The now, orgy room. And yeah. they actually put a rope barricade with a bouncer for us. Yes. Which was 
the most VIP stunning feeling I've one of the feelings I've ever had, which I was like, whoa, whoa, I'm not filming and I'm not having this luxury. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, but it, it was pretty sweet. Um, I think that we had, let's see, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yep. eight, nine, ten, about 12 people in total that, is that were from our group alone at this party. Now, let's also add, let me ask the question to you. What were you wearing? What was I wearing? Oh, yes, I was, was, What were you wearing? Let's, let's let that know that this also was a costume theme event. And what did you dress up as, T? I forgot. A naughty nun. A naughty nun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I believe I came as, um, what, I think like a, uh, a doll actually just dressed nice with suspenders yeah. and I had. Yeah. Yeah, you guys dressed up for the ball. You, Cor- you yeah, actually, that's right. We came back from the ball. Yeah. Me and when, um, my old sub at the time. John and Jackie got crowned. Yes, that is yeah. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, so we actually had experience, and then my sub at the time and T started playing with each other and taking a majority of the right side of the bed. Oh my goodness! Oh yes! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we had quite an adventure. <laughs> Your sub was um, a delightful. She was addition. a very interesting person, which I will say on one personal level, she is actually a very cool person. And yeah. She was, I, I loved how she was um, young and open and very vibrant with her <laughs> personality. I like, I like any free-spirited like females very. as long as, you know, they're, they're safe and consensual and understanding the importance of consensuality. Which she was a very big part of. And yeah. we had one incident that kind of like shook her a little bit, but she, it was where we went to a topless pool party. Yeah. At Naughty, and we were the young people. Oh, I guess the youngest people there, and people were staring at us. And she went top with us for swimming, we're having fun. And after leaving, a guy literally grabs me by my arm and turns me around before we leave. You, thank you for coming out. You're an inspiration to us all. Oh my gosh! She just looked at me. <laughs> and she was what? I was like, I'm like, oh, okay. Because we'll be. Thank you so much. You, we're so happy you guys were here. And as we're leaving, she comes up and she goes. They're all probably gonna like masturbate or fuck to us tonight. I was like, "You're probably right." Yeah, they probably are. I mean, I that's great. I have. I'm. I'm not ashamed. No, you shouldn't be ashamed no. because when when someone does that, mm-hmm. I mean, you could take it one or two ways, but really, you should take it and to where they they are flattered and Correct. and they do appreciate that you are so open and mm-hmm. and who you are. You don't have to hide your sexuality. It's but. Yes, but when we had that room rented out and that bouncer right there, we had people like trying to see what's going on with us, and we just had so much. And what was beautiful. going on exactly? Cause Let's it's see. A I know. Bit of a I, I, I do remember some um, beds being wet. Oh my um, gosh! There was a lot of giggling. Yeah, there. Yeah. There was a lots of lots of giggling. There was. Yeah, I do remember my friend M and her uh, partner that was there. T was least. there too, and T was actually with um. Which was T? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that T. That 
That's silly girl. Yeah, yes. she was there. She was actually living her best life. Like that, I really... that, that, that dude that she would have paid for everything, which we were very, I want to say thankful for him for that night. I will say that. That's one plus I will give out of that guy. Very, thank you for renting out the place. Thank you for the bouncer. Thank you for putting up everything, even though it was a negative outcome. But still, thank you for that experience. He didn't pay for that. Someone else did. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but we, that's a story for a different day for you guys. We collectively did pay for that. Okay. Yes. Um, but it was it was a fun experience, and I had a lot of my vanilla friends come out and yes. actually kink it up for the night, and, and it was really that's cool. That's their first experience, and they liked it. Yeah, it was it was it was really awesome to see some people who were like, you know, mm-hmm. not so kinky and open to be like having fun. How do we extend that? We have to continue. We'll just okay. Too. All right, because, yeah, we're, like, <laughs> we still got four questions. Yes. Um. See? You're doing good. We are doing really good. So, how do you think polyamory and human sexuality have changed Over since the years? We were... Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, back growing up, it was always taboo. It wasn't, it was frowned upon. It was not talked about. Now it's so mainstream, it's so modernized, it's almost everyone knows about being a, a thruple or having a, a, a play, another play partner doing these experiments. Yeah. It's, it's more out there than it was before because no one talked about it. I mean, it was modern day, it was just you couldn't have your sexuality fronted like that. Nowadays you can. Right. It it's totally different. So that being said, it's now it's it's not it's still in the beginning phrase, but still it's more open now. People know about it. It's more experienced. It's on TV shows. It's in yeah like, movies. There's it's in histories. It's I mean it's showing that people actually have multiple partners. It's human nature. I mean yeah, like we were talking about the <laughs> other day. Like now it's in comic books. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's been in comic books. I mean, it's been, it's been everywhere. It's been widely talked about for centuries. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because we've been in such a religious, I guess, phase of civilization that we seem to try to, like, forget that humans weren't always heterosexual. Humans were never just heterosexual. Yep. And humans were never just, you know cis male or cis females like we we were all just who we are and Except we shouldn't it. have to fit a mold <laughs> and that's a big part of non-monogamy is not we're having to fit a mold. because you don't like us yeah sorry <laughs> yeah so um and i wanted to tell everybody when we first started hanging out together in the uh-huh. lifestyle because we've been friends since oh gosh We've been friends for We've years. Friends for We've been friends time. since the rave years. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Republic, yeah. NOLA, Metropolitan. Yep. It's been Oof. a decade. It's been a decade of, like, you know, from wearing candy bands and headbanging. And, and then being on stage, being, being a go-go stage, dancer. Being a go-go dancer, oh. videographer. And... <laughs> oh, I slaved in the beginning. And I still slave from time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You do what you love. You love what you do. Absolutely, that's what we do. 
Well, guys, that's all we have for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sex and Unicorns. This is Kia and Ian signing out. Stay positive and be awesome to one another. Thank you.